The reason I lean more towards the Lakers coming out of the West than the Clippers is because I feel like the Clippers might just defeat themselves. This happens in basketball. This has happened with the Clippers before. They have too much going on. They have too many dogs, too many hoopers. And that's been a pattern with Doc Rivers' teams over the last eight years now. Everyone gets excited when they see this squad on paper, just like they did with the Chris Paul, Blake Griffin era of Clippers. They talk about depth. They talk about all the pieces they have. But they don't understand and they don't, you know, figure out how is everyone going to put this together and, and create a, a flow and a rhythm that they can all consistently play at and, and, and dominate a seven-game series at. You can't have that many guys with the same role, same, you know, that require the same flow, rhythm, minutes, touches. And that's what they have now, which is why I don't understand the Marcus Morris signing, dog. Reggie Jackson, dog, Hooper. But he plays the same role as Lou Will. Marcus Morris is coming in. You got to remember, this is a guy that sees himself as a high-value player in this league. You saw what happened in free agency. Now he's competing with Marcus uh, Montrezl Harrell. You know, that, that's another dog. Paul George, who was a top-five player in the league in my mind last year, if you look at the regular season, he and Kawhi Leonard haven't even had a, have both had a game where they both dominate together. Outside, I think, one in Utah. I thought that unit, I thought that duo, if you do it right, and if I was their coach, I would want those two to combine for 50, 60, 70 every night. That's how you win in the league now. And this is why the Lakers have so much more of a consistent flow. Every night you watch them play, they do the same shit. Is They kill a team with the same way, same formula every night. LeBron and AD are the one-two punch. They dominate start to finish. Combine for 60, 70 points. You know, and uh, I think in playoff games they're gonna have a they were gonna combine for eighty at some point, just like Kyrie and LeBron were in twenty sixteen. So everyone on that squad knows their role. Danny Green knows what he's there to do, all the way down to Jared Dudley. You know, Avery Bradley, all those guys. Kyle Kuzma may be out man out sometimes, but he knows his role and he stays within it. Whether he has a bad game, whether he has a good game, and this is where the presence of LeBron James is. Uh, you know it. it it comes in very handy on these stacked teams because everyone goes, falls into their roles, and they perfect their roles. And 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 that's how it was with the Heat. That's what it was with the Cavs. You know, and um, look, the Clippers have, I mean, so only so many weeks to figure a lot of shit out. They, to me, are not utilizing and, and maximizing Paul George. You know, now you throw in Lou Will, you throw in Reggie Jackson, Montrezl Harrell, Marcus Morris. You got the shooters, obviously. It's going to be tough to figure out. And uh, this is why I think 1-16, to 16, had they gone that route, I think the Clippers might have got, got stunned early. Because they were supposed to run into a Celtics or a Sixers, two solid teams. I think they would have ran into the Celtics, and I think they would have had problems. They would have ran into the Bucks or the Heat. All good defensive teams, seven-game series, high-pressure situations, a lot of motions in those games, and you know what happens. And this is where, I don't know if Kawhi Leonard has reached that point of a, of a Kobe or a Jordan or or even like a Durant or a LeBron where when they're on the floor, you give them the ball and you get the fuck out of the way when it's time. I don't know if he has that presence yet. I don't know if he's that type of guy yet. Again, you got to remember, that's a guy that's in year three of being a megastar. It's pretty early. He's had tremendous success, but this team, the way it's put together, as great as they are defensively, there's going to be a moment in a playoff game where the emotions lead to bad possessions, 
where the defensive pressure leads to turnovers, broken possessions, you know, confused possessions. And, uh, you know, this, there's only so many moments and so many shots and so many touches. So, like I said, when the stakes get high, when the airspace gets tight, when the nerves get high in a playoff game, you got to have a consistent formula that works. I don't know what the Clippers' formula is. And, um, you know, if you watch them closely this year, they're going to dominate off firepower in the regular season. In a seven-game series, I don't know what their formula is. They have too much going on in my mind, and I think this resembles the Clippers of old. You know, when you had so many fucking good players come through, fuck Paul Pierce, Hugo Turkoglu, Lance Stevenson, Jamal Crawford. Um, you know, the, the list goes deep, man. Hey, they had guys, star, former stars, hoopers, you know, shooters, all that shit, but it never, ever clicked. Doc Rivers has to figure out how this squad's going to click and work and, uh, you know, how are they going to go into a Lakers series? Because they got to have the same game plan night after night. 